All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 63. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I have my pizza bites. Yes. I have my my beer. Ooh. Right, I found some leftover snowdrift vanilla porter there in the go. fridge, probably from from Christmas time, <laughs> and. Uh, I have a I have a new addition to my setup down here, and that is I had to dig out the baby monitor, Fred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because the baby monitor camera is still rigged up in, in the kids' room, the there boys' room. Yeah. And uh we don't really use it anymore. I use it more for noise so I can hear if he gets up. Sure. Uh and it's like a two-way communicator. I can yell at him when right. he's doing something in there. If I hear bang and I can turn it on and see what he's doing, and be like, hey. Get that shit out. So uh, he he uh, he wouldn't go to bed tonight. He was, you know, he was being bad. He just was like he he wasn't fussing. And I wanted to come down here and do the show. And the women are out until like nine thirty my time. So he's up there now. Uh, and I went up to get his iPad from him, and he wouldn't give it up. And it was like five of nine. No, it was a little past nine. So I'm like, I don't have time, buddy. I don't have time to negotiate with four-year-old and I got to go. So I took the monitor. I said, he's pretty good at making deals with the devil. Cause I, I say to him, I say, you can have this iPad right now, but you will not get it tomorrow or the next day. So you can make a decision. I said, you can have it now and not have it for the next two days. And he goes, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. he make that deal now. Yeah. <laughs> but he's good. He'll stick to it. Really? Okay. Well, then that's yeah, good. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be like, you don't get your switch or whatever I made to do. And he goes, okay. <laughs> so he's up there right now. He's watching his iPad. I have the monitor on him. I can see him. Uh, his lights are on. Whatever. So if you hear a kid talking to me at some point, who knows? It might be a shit show. Same thing could happen on my end. Whatever. Yes. I uh, Full disclosure, I'm... I'm uh, asking trees to go on a little early which he didn't have to but he was obliging me and um and uh, we got to cut a little early so you probably already noticed because i know a lot of people first thing they check is how long the show is uh this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter show but we've got we've got a lot to talk about so mm-hmm. but uh mm. but yeah um also trees i uh had a circumstance that you know about that I will not be talking about on the show um, mm-hmm. that kept me from getting dinner at my normal time. And mm-hmm. um, to be a good husband, I ran up to the, um, I noticed my wife's car was low on gas. So I ran up to the uh, gas station and uh, we have a quick trip though. I think I've talked about it on the show before in the Midwest, like quick trips, if you've got them near you, um, they are like mini Walmarts basically. <laughs> and so um so I was there pumping gas, and I was like, oh, man, pizza bites sound good. That would be a great <laughs> dinner. Like, I'd love mm-hmm. to just come equipped. I've got my signature. Um, I have uh, training in the morning trees on a new reporting software, and it seems like it's going to be a little bit of a doozy, and it's from 8 till noon. And so okay. I will not be drinking just because yeah. of that circumstance. So I've got my... Uh, Coke with coffee. They put mm. two caramel cans out every Wednesday, and me mm. and somebody else obviously buy them, and then they they must have like uh, you know a couple packs in the back, and they just put them out two at a time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so maybe doing that. But I was a good boy. I ended up not getting the pizza rolls. Came home and had my usual uh, 
um, steamed green beans with uh, oh. riced cauliflower and oh. a um, seasoned but plain no oh. sauce uh, baked chicken breast. There you go, sir. Four. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dinner of champions. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. So uh, I I was tempted though. Maybe at some point, maybe I'll just go off the deep end one time and just roll mm-hmm. in here with a fucking panini or something. A well, when, I, when I was buying my pizza rolls last night, because I had enough of the kids by 730, like I worked and then came right home. Oh, picked my son up right from work, came mm-hmm. right home. And then him and his older sister uh, proceeded to just fight the whole next hour for some reason and then <laughs> i dragged him out to karate where he where his lessons on focus and uh respect that's what he's uh he had neither neither <laughs> okay, for anybody yeah. in that class or his teacher and uh it was just a bad class he he just i don't think i lean to the father in front of me there's a father that's always in and we always talk about our kids and i i kind of lean forward and i I said to him, I, I, you know what? I don't think self-defense is in my son's future. I don't think it's in the CADs form. I'm telling you this right now. I think maybe I just – he's going to be tall. I'll just teach him to run, run fast. Passive-aggressive might be in his future. Yeah, he was not paying attention to shit. Even the te- even Sensei Ali was uh, – kept stopping him going, Devin, look, look, focus, look at me look at me and then she'd proceed to tell him what to do. And then he'd instantly start uh, looking at himself in the mirror and making faces, mm. and staring at the ceiling. And it was just bad. And then, then I dealt with that. And then I came home uh, and then they decided they wanted food on the grill. So I, I was cooking that, but they were fighting again. I don't know why they fight so much. You would think someone well, that's brothers like, and sisters. Or, yeah. But she's a lot older than him. You would think a f- almost fourteen-year-old wouldn't fight with four-year-old so much, but they do. And we finished, and it was like four twenty-five, and I was like, I mean, seven twenty-five, and I said, uh, "Honey, I'm going to the grocery store." Like that's sad <laughs> when that's like all you got to like take a drive, and I'm like, I need to go. And she she knew. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, go pick some stuff up." And so I went. Say you were getting cigarettes. Yeah, sorry, I'm going out for milk. <laughs> and uh, the classic 80s. I'm going out for yeah. milk. Yeah. Never return. Uh, I'm going out for pizza rolls. And then he never came. And then your father never came back. <laughs> um, and so uh, I was there shopping. And then there it was. I sent you a picture. There was a new Tortino's product on the market. At least where I'm at. And it was uh, pizza stuffers. <laughs> they looked like Hot Pockets. But they were like Tortino. They were giant pizza rolls. Nice. Yeah, you What'd showed you them. They were? You said they were like they go in Spanish on you. Something you said. Oh, I said that looks like an uh, yeah. I said they must have gotten a Hispanic guy in the marketing department. That looks like a uh, pizza empanada. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go for it though because uh, you know the whole the whole purpose of pizza bites is they're compact, they're right. self-contained, and I can pop them in my mouth while I'm while I'm doing the show. That thing looked messy to me. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying that that thing looked like some some like hot lava version of like yeah yeah I need gonna... I I need no napkins down here with my pizza rolls. There you go. That thing looked like I might need some napkins. Yeah, you wouldn't. So do I didn't. I didn't go for it, man. 
But, you know, you know what's funny is I think that was the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. I got to yeah. be honest. You know, we, we, we had such a buildup with decks and gutters, and now mm-hmm. there's really been nothing going on. I went to New Hampshire. I did go to New Hampshire over the weekend, put oh, the boat good. dock in, uh, did a little fishing. But, you know, kids wanted to fish, but really nothing exciting. They didn't even turn on the PS2. No PS2. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was mostly a, a labor intensive weekend of like getting the cabin ready for the summer type stuff. Yeah, yeah um, but that's fun. I did. I did get to have a beer and a cigar by the fire pit with my buddy. Oh, there you go. So that's something, you know. Um, and then the only other exciting news, Fred, is uh, I think I'm going to be getting my uh, my game room back. Oh, you know, I have a little a little office slash game room in my wife's uh, <laughs> work from home desk, and all her equipment went in there when she had to work from home. Mm-hmm. And she's she's set up on like a card table, and then I built monitor rises out of like two by fours and some spare wood I had because she has like three monitors that had to go up. They were real rickety, real <laughs> makeshift because it was supposed to be temporary, right? Uh, and it turned into a year. Uh, <laughs> but they they had a meeting the other day, and they gave her the option of permanently working from home. Huh? Because she doesn't churns. So most of her shit is email and, on, and online and talking on the phone anyway. I mean, mine is uh, too, but they don't offer that to me. So she took it. Uh-huh. Uh, and therefore, she says, and she's a good wife. So she said, I feel terrible that I'm in your game room and I want to get out of there. So we need to figure something out. So the basement here, Fred, where I do my podcasting, uh, the in-laws are going to, you know, help us out a little. They're old school. Mm-hmm. They're old school where they had they have a business and they save money like you're supposed to, but they have like like cash on hand. Oh yeah, like yeah. Father's a, the father's a guy who like he brings like a bank sack with money in it to the dealership. Yep. He's really that guy. You know, he rolls in there with his buck knife on his on his belt, his jeans, his flannel shirt, and his hunting cap, and there you go. like a bank thing, and so. Uh, like they have a gun safe with money. We always hear about the gun safe and it has money in it. Well, we'll check the gun safe and they give us money for stuff. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. So anyways, half of the basement, half of it, not the full basement, but there's a, a half and it's uh, going to get finished, Fred. It's going to be turned into an office Sweet. down here. And then, uh, you know, like she said, she's going to have a nice office table. I can probably do my podcast from that table. There you go. So I like uh, things will be looking up, and then I'll get my game room back. Nice. So that's all good. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's actually big, really that, awesome. It is kind of awesome. It was well. What happened was she was guilted into it because she had a Zoom meeting the other day. Uh huh. And if you've seen my little game room, it's just a regular office, but on the walls I have um, I've to send you. You might have seen it a long time ago, but it was it's like a Nintendo controller. But it's broken up into three prints. Oh, and yeah. they're like framed. You I know, you might that. see it somewhere yeah. else or something. But that's what I have in my above my couch. And she goes in the middle of this meeting, this big insurance meeting. One of the guys sees it in the background. It says, "Is that a Nintendo controller?" And my wife said, "The whole meeting got derailed for ten minutes." Because all the guys on the conference call started talking about their game rooms in their <laughs> retro gaming collections. Uh, and she said, well, this is sort of his game room. And she said all the guys were like, 
oh man my wife ever did that like they were all like just giving her shit (laughs) and they were talking about like atari and coleco and finally like all the women had to like hey okay back to it yeah yeah back to it so ever since then she's she feels bad that she's uh taking the one thing away from me that i had you know besides my family who i love but oh well yeah that goes without saying but the game room's important too so you know actually i think they're home now i'm gonna text them as but that's my week fred nothing exciting anything what's going on with you um, <clears throat> nothing too exciting. Uh, did, uh, oh, I think I talked about this last week. Got my, uh, my HD TV CRT back up on a stand, get it off the floor. Oh. But, uh, I had a TV stand down in the basement, just didn't have anyone who could lift it with me. So I finally got that back up, had a buddy come over and, uh, helped me do that. So, um, other than that, uh, not too, too much. Uh, just been playing around with a couple of things. Um, been playing some retro stuff for that retroactive show. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have like, <clears throat> yeah, you have a bunch of podcasts again. Uh, just two, just this one and that one. Uh, and that one we're doing more like cultural stuff. I'd love to have you yeah. on sometime, but like, I don't want to mm-hmm. fill you up too much, you know, mm. uh, keep you, keep you too busy. But, uh, um, I, it's funny. Cause I, I see you tweet, you know? Yeah. And so I see when you have a different show or something, I'm like, look at this guy. Good for him. In my way. And my wife goes, well, I forget what I said something. And my wife goes, what's that? I go, Fred. I go, he has, I know he has another podcast. He's back doing his little retro thingies here and there. And she goes, she goes, didn't he retire oh, like yeah. last time? And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. More you, times he'll retire. than Jordan. Yeah. I said, he'll retire again. <laughs> but uh, for now, he's, he's ramping back up. So what I've done to to prevent that is um retroactive doesn't have a regularly scheduled thing it's just Mm. like when i want to knock something out i'll do it i'm thinking about doing side stuff because i always like to play retro games and people are like oh you should stream on like a saturday night and i'm like no that works for you that doesn't work for me like so um one thing i did do was there is a uh i think i've talked to you about this there i got a flash card for the jaguar called the game drive and um i've had it for a while played Rayman on it, uh, really enjoyed uh, the original Rayman mm-hmm. on the Jaguar more than any other console. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they recently had a firmware update where it'll play the CD games. They're not perfect yet. He hasn't gotten it down. Uh, Saint T, or Saint, I think is what it's called. Retro HQ is the mm-hmm. uh, guy who makes it. He's a nice guy out in uh, in England. And, you know, no good deed goes unpunished because I see him get harassed sometimes. Um, for like, you know, not meeting the retro gamers, um, oh, usually yeah, yeah. high standards. Um, mm. but, uh, yeah, he he's just, not, what he's not, he's not, he's not doing what they would do. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, How actually dare. they're pissed off because he tried to, um, make them in his house by hand, the flashcards and sell yeah. them. And so he took a bunch of pre-orders where, mm. um, where he would ship them out as they're ready. And he did not, he was like Amazon. He did not charge you until he shipped it. Mm-hmm. So you would just give, you would just use his payment thing to like lock in your payment. And then when it was time to ship, because it would take a while, like sometimes I think I waited over a year when it was ready to ship, 
you would just get a thing that said like, oh, I've just authorized your card because I'm preparing to ship it in the next two or three days, which is when the charge will go through. Or it'll say, oh, your card got declined. That makes sense. You've been waiting a long time, this and that. And people were always like, why can't you just like start up a factory and get manufacturing going? And of course, this all happened like right when COVID hit was when he was mm-hmm. starting to ship. So he's finally got it going. But like, you know, of course, like everything else, like everybody wants stuff right now. People just want tangible items. And so, of Mm -hmm. course, like Stone Age Gamer got some and some other places got some and nobody was happy enough. But amidst all this, he got on his forum at Atari Age and he goes, yo, I've got a new firmware out. And it'll run uh, Jaguar CD games. And if you're not familiar, uh, Trees, Jaguar CD only has 12 games. Most Mm -hmm. of them are very expensive and not very good, like Primal Rage, which is $175 for just the disc, and it's still Primal Rage. I'm not dogging Mm -hmm. on Primal Rage. I did a video about Primal Rage. I really like Primal Rage. I don't $175 like Primal Rage, and that's just if you have a Jaguar and a Jaguar CD. The CD module alone, I remember, uh, you know, we talked about it on previous episodes Mm -hmm. of various shows. Um, I remember I... uh, tried to procure one when they were about two or 300. Now they're like 600. So mm. they're just ridiculously priced. Um, and that's, and, and they break easily. So like, this is the perfect way to like, enjoy these, these handful of games that are mostly terrible from what I understand. I'll let the collector's <laughs> market collect them. So, mm. um, so I updated the firmware, um, but I hadn't sat down to actually play the games. When I sit down to play them, I don't do the thing where you like boot it for five minutes and then walk away. Like I want to sit down for like two hours and just like really dig in, like just start cool. one game, like primal rage and play it for like two hours. Like I, at least like, I don't do this, like, you know, little tidbits, like you're a sampler pack or something. Um, I don't, I don't play like that. So anyway, uh, but, uh, but other than that, uh, no, it's been mostly just gaming, man. Like a lot of gaming actually. Wow. Um, yeah. Not a lot of games, uh, but, but putting in the time, putting in the time. One thing I will say is I'm feeling old though. Um, one of the games I'll be talking about is resident evil eight resident evil village. And I was struggling with it in the beginning and I wrote to Chase and I was like, I don't think I like this game. And he goes, really? I said, yeah. And I go on radio silence. Like I didn't read any review. Sorry. What game is this? Resident Evil Village. Okay. That's what I thought you said. You just confused me there. Don't worry. I I do end up liking it. uh, I'll get to it in this, in this story real quick. This won't take long. Um, But like lo and behold, what was really going on was I was just tired. And I was waiting to play at night and like uh, people who don't have like the family man life, which is fine, like, or family woman life, like that's fine. Like a large portion of the population isn't even having kids and that's your business. Like I'm, I'm not here to judge you at all. Um, but uh, you know, those people get to like get home from some, some of them don't even have partners, which is like their choice uh, or unfortunately not by their choice, but like they get home and they're like, you know, right when they get home from work, it's eat dinner and then start gaming and you get to play Resident Evil right away. Not me. Like, it's like, get up at 7 a.m., get the kids to school, get get the kid to school, feed the dog, get to work. I don't work from home most days. I only work from home uh, one, maybe two a week. And uh, so get to work, work till like from like nine to six, get home at like 6.30, eat dinner, try to get to the gym, work out, uh, spend some time with my kid before she goes to bed at nine, then spend some time with my wife before she goes to bed at like 10 or 10.30. 
and then it's uh, actually game. And so if you've had a long day, plus all that, it's like 11 o'clock at night and I'm just like falling asleep at the wheel. Like it's some weeks I can keep it up, but I don't know, man, as I approach 40, it's getting harder. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah. My advice to those of you who are doing this, especially with a game like Resident Evil Village, um, which is a lot of fun, and it's not particularly hard or scary trees, which uh, like that's what can, I heard. Yeah, we can talk about that when we get to it. But um, you know, just don't play it tired. Like you, you're you're squandering, you know, the good parts. So um, so yeah, yeah, I had to walk away from it, and uh, I must have been tired because you know how they say like you get caught up on sleep and stuff like that. I right. did like two nights in a row of 10 straight hours. Like I was just tired for some reason. Hmm. And there wasn't enough coffee in the world. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So like I said, just live in life, live in life. I like it. Yeah. It's been a, it, it's definitely been an unremarkable week. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Like, well, from a gaming standpoint, it's been a remarkable week. And trees, you and I are both tracking our copies of Mass Effect with the Steelbook. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, it's like you. We just talked about last week. You said that Best Buy might be having problems shipping them, and no sooner was I thinking about that than I got a little an email, and it was in Kansas, go. flying through Kansas somewhere. It's coming from like the other end of the country for me. Well, you know? oh, actually, I should tell you. Well, I'll tell you about it. Uh, this is relevant, so I will tell you about my Resident Evil Village thing. So I didn't think I was going to get it last Friday. I got mm-hmm. off. Of wor- I got done with work at like 5 p.m., and I'd been watching all day for the delivered stuff. And Best Buy is actually pretty good about that, and so is UPS. And they said it was out for delivery, and it'd be delivered by 7 p.m. But 5 o'clock hit, nothing. Went to the gym, got back. It was 6 o'clock, nothing. It was 6.47, and I was going out to get our takeout dinner. Like my wife and I get takeout on Friday nights. I was going to get the meal and this kid, man, looked straight out of, uh, if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, he looked almost exactly like that. The the ranger who was in the first episode of Game of Thrones at the very beginning. So this is going way back. But if you ever rewatch mm-hmm. that episode, um, he's the one who like sees all the White Walkers kill um, his uh, compatriots. And then he runs across the wall and just keeps running and he gets killed by, you know, Eddard Stark, Ned, at the beginning uh, for being a deserter. But anyway, kid looked just like him and he swings through with his UPS and he goes, Oh, sorry, man. He goes, it's been a day. And I said, Oh no, it has. And no expectations for you, man. I appreciate you. I was like, even if you hadn't gotten to it today, I would have been bummed, but like that's them's, you know, that's life. And he was like, Nope, there you go. He goes, I do. I was happy to see you were home though. I like to hand deliver them after dark and it wasn't dark, but like it was getting there, you know? Mm-hmm. But 6.47, he hands it to me. And it was hilarious because it was like a box, like a pretty big box, like medium-sized box, and then a bubble wrap pack. And I'm like, oh, right, because it came from two different spots. And so, mm. um, so like I said, even if it's late tomorrow, trust me, your Best Buy package usually shows up. UPS tries to do it. But it was so funny because I open up the box first thinking it would be my deluxe edition of <laughs> Resident Evil Village. And no, it's... Uh, bundled with care has tons of like padding and packaging and it was wrapped in bubble wrap and it was the steel book <laughs> and then i opened the bubble wrap and it'd been pissed on stepped on beaten up and everything and that's the game <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but uh anyway honestly the uh the game was in was was fine the disc was in fine shape and all the dlc and everything was there uh the the case it had some damage but i got a steel book with it so what do i care um yeah 
But yeah, and then for me tomorrow, mine's a pickup. And I checked it when you sent me that text and it just says, uh, the store is preparing your your two items for pickup tomorrow. So nice. Yeah, I don't think I ever have anything sent to the store. I just have it delivered. Well, mine said shipping wasn't available and I didn't know why. When I went to go pre-order it, shipping it said shipping wasn't available. Mm. So and then you like half an hour later pre-ordered it and was able to ship it. And I kept seeing that button that says switch it to shipping, but I was just so scared of losing my uh, steel book that I was like, no, I'm just going to stick yeah. to the plan. <laughs> so. Yeah. And where I'm at might be just be different. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Well, and like I said, every night at seven o'clock, you know, I go to get takeout. So I just told my wife that that place right by there. I was like, hey, you want to you wanna get some food from there? She was like, oh, mm-hmm. sure. So yep. she doesn't know I've got ulterior motives. <clears throat> but But anyway... So yeah, but uh, yeah, why don't we uh, transition over and kick off uh, the gaming front? What you been playing, man? Not much, Fred. No? Not much. Uh, you know, I when I have those weekends in New Hampshire... Oh, yeah. That's, really, yeah it really point. breaks my week up. Because it's like, we do the show on Thursday night. I go to work Friday. I get out and we go to New Hampshire. And then we right. come home either like late Sunday night or Monday morning. You know, and then it's like, you know, a lot of times Saturday, Sunday nights when I play a good chunk for the week, you know, right. of my games. And and then if I'm busy, you know, it's like, yeah. And then before I know it, Thursday's creeping. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I haven't done anything. Um, so I I um, I have real quick another steel book on the way, Fred. Oh, uh, as you know. I am a fan of uh, super rare games. Yes. I'm a huge fan of that website. More than limited run. Limited run games doesn't do it for me for some reason. No. Even though I know if you go, Fred, if you go to limited run games right now while you're sitting there, uh, you can pre- they have a bunch of Castlevania shit coming out. So, oh, yeah, you know, I saw that. I just saw that. I'm not interested. I'm a Castlevania but I mean, I know. fan, but I'm not like a Castlevania fan. But, yeah, uh, yeah the, you mean the $419 bundle? No, they have a, tons of them. They have tons of They have a Switch one that, uh, they have a Switch version that has the box that, with the gray, like, NES box. Yes, looking, yes. But it's a Switch box. It's kind of cool. Um, but anyways, For the record, that Castlevania collection, first of all, I have it on Steam, but um, yeah. that collection is on sale right now for $4.99 on all game shops. But yeah, yes, but the not, one you're talking you're not, about with the game box and everything is 60 yeah. bucks. Yeah, you're not, you're not paying for the game, let's be honest. You're just paying for the cool physical Well, that's what I'm paying thing. for, but yes, what yes, I, yes, yes. And it so, does have a very cool poster, which mm-hmm. is what I really want, but I'm hoping I can buy it separately, which is has the... the same- it's the Castlevania one box art on the front with like yeah. Dracula smiling over the castle. I had that photo. They came with the original. Yeah. Yes, it did. I had, I had that. Poster. Well, and it's reversible though. It also has the poster that came with the third Ooh, game, which is nice. the Trevor Belmont um, one. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's, no, it's funny. I watched something on YouTube, uh, like a news video game news thing, and they did an interview with the kid from Super Rare. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Just, and it was just about how out of the blue those their games are starting to like be sought after. Mm-hmm. And it's just you know, and it's like 
Because they're not like the craziest games, right? They're just weird little indie games. and it, They're just know. games that didn't get a tangible release that they were like, and okay, we can do this very limited, yeah. you yes. know. And, he's, and the kid was literally was like, yeah, we didn't really get into this to make collector's items. He's like, pretty much if one release, we can make enough money to do the next release. Right. Is like, we're happy. So uh, I have a few super rare games. I have... um. The Flame and the Flood, or the Fire and the Flame, or whatever the fuck it's called. F- fire and the F- Flood? I can't remember. Yeah, I think hey, it's flame and the Flame, flame, and, the flood. A flame and the Flood. And um, I have a regular version of that from from them. And then if you remember um, uh, the uh, Little Inferno, which was I mm-hmm. loved on the Wii U, I have the Steel Book. We just burned shit. Yeah, I have the Super Rare Steel Book Switch. Awesome. It is, and it's a beautiful Steel Book. And uh, so uh, I just bought one. For, I splurged. <laughs> We're allowed to splurge. I I, I paid fifty bucks, right? Okay. Um, and you, I think you'll dig this. Two thousand copies, steel book of Abzu. Ooh, okay. And it's a beautiful steel book. It's a beautiful little steel book. And I said, you know what? I like that game. You know, obviously, I played it free somewhere. I played it on like PlayStation Plus or game pass i don't know you can play it any way you want uh but i never beat it but that steelbook was calling me fred and i said uh you know what i want that i want it i want that in my collection that is a cool steelbook it's all kind of black with the scuba diver guy on it and uh i don't know it's cool as shit so that's on the way so i have a bunch of tracking going on steelbooks all over the fucking country one flying overseas on a boat who knows how that's getting and then i got because that's a UK-based company. Yeah. So everything's in pounds you pay for. It was like, you know. And the one thing I like about them is they don't change their prices. Like, the flat games are, uh, are always the same. And the steelbooks are always. Like, they mm. never change depending on anything. So it's like, is what it is. And uh, I like those guys. I always give those guys a shout out. I like their games. Uh you know. Yes, for the for um, for the record, it's super rare games. That's right. Um, and when stuff's gone, it's gone, people. I'm really mad. I missed out on that Toki Toki collection. Should have got that. As well, you should be. Sold on that big stupid yellow bird. Hate that game. <laughs> but I wanted that. I wanted that Switch copy for some reason. Um, <laughs> my God. Um, I what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. All right, I got issues. Um, no, no, no. issues are problems you right. admit to. I don't yeah. think you're ready. Um, I got back in the Dead Cells on the Switch. I've been playing a little Dead Cells this week. Um, nice. That game continues to be cool. There's been a bunch of updates, so there's a lot of new shit in there that I had to like try oh. to get used to. Yeah, I have um, it on the Switch as well, but I haven't played it since, shoot, probably the last time well, we talked about it. I, I almost started it over because it felt so foreign to me because sure. I haven't played it in so long, but I had played a lot. I was going to say, I had, like... <laughs> I had locked a lot of blueprints, and I'm like, let me just play it for like an hour. And I got, I got you know, after about 20 minutes, I got back flowing. Because that game, you got to flow in that game. Like, you got to just move. Right. Move and groove. And, uh, you know, but you know what? I've never beaten that game. I've never really even got past... I beat the first boss is like this big night guy you fight on like a bridge. Mm-hmm. And then past that, I've never really dedicated myself to get past that. Even though I put 
mad hours into that game. But I just, I'm just not that guy. I just, the game itself is fun to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so I, I kind of always die in the same place. Well, yeah, but that's, that's kind of par for the course for that. It is. But I know some people like dedicate themselves and they, they beat it in like, you know, a speed run and all that shit. But, you know, uh, to me, that's like, you gotta, um, it, this isn't a bad thing. This is just how mm-hmm. you play it. And I've actually been getting into this mentality, which is the idea of like run based games. Like you do one run a day and, um, I was starting to do that with uh, shooters, shmups. Like I'm thinking about doing that is like just picking a shmup and just playing it seven days straight and seeing how I improve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that, that game's just super, it's still super fun. And the, the game, it has a gambling thing aspect to it that I like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) gambling as in like pushing yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just like any like a like a Dark Souls, you're gambling basically. Oh like, yeah, like Dead Cells though, they design those levels. You can run through those levels because they even have rewards for like you know, there's doors that open, special doors that reward you if you can fly through a level in like under two minutes or mm-hmm. under sixty seconds. So they they make it, uh, or you can keep exploring, you know, Castlevania style because you see the map and try to find shit. And I mean, I can't resist breaking those fucking doors that you get penalized for. Yeah. Oh, I know. So I, refuse, I refuse to pay for them. And if there's something that I want, I smash them. You just I, go for it. See, I've never had the guts to do that. They just give you a penalty. Like, it will say, like, uh, all right, uh, you got to kill 50 enemies and one hit will yeah, kill Yeah, actually, you. I do remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've. I gambled big time because I wanted all three things once, <laughs> and I had a I had a hundred fifty bounty on me. <laughs> didn't make that one. Didn't make lost no, that gamble. No, that one didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't, huh? didn't make that one. But um, I like that. The other day I was playing it, and uh, yesterday I was playing it, and I literally made it. I made it to the next level with like one percent because I had some perk that would like leave you with one one percent. Uh, okay. Yeah. Health. And like I was deep down there, and I, that happened. I got in a bad jam, and then uh, I made it. I made it to it. It was go. it was exhilarating. So that game's still super fun. But the game, uh, and this is the only other thing I'll talk about. This game right here is I I beat it. I said I was going to play it a few weeks ago, and I lied. And then this week I sat. I played an episode a night, and that was Guys um, of the Galaxy, a Telltale yes. Telltale series. Um, uh, real quick. You need to know that uh, when you were talking about like it dealt with like the Infinity Gauntlet stuff or Thanos or at least it's it's covered in there. Um, you got me thinking, and I got on this kick. I do these comic book kicks. Uh, mm-hmm. I was at um, I was at the uh, the local uh, used uh, video game movie and comic book store. And they had a buy one get one sale, and I grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet graphic novel mm-hmm. and a Silver Surfer graphic novel. And then I was playing around on eBay, and I found out that the two Silver Surfer actually is most of the um, lead-in plot in the comic books. A handful of his issues, like probably 20 of his issues, lead into the Infinity Gauntlet. It's called like Thanos' Quest and then Infinity Gauntlet. And so I picked up those on the cheap, got into some uh, auctions and grabbed them for like, you know, like 15 bucks a piece. And so I'm actually going to sit down and... and, uh, 
uh, I'm actually planning to sit down and read those. But I was trying to see if... Did that Guardians of the Galaxy come back available? Or is it one of those things where, like, if you have... If you didn't buy it at the time, you just don't have it. The game? Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, I got it. <laughs> I actually bought it during this show. When you used to get me looking at those stupid GameStop, like buy three for 30 bucks or something it was whatever four oh, for 30 yeah. i think it was so the disc and, um, like works you just pop it in it works pop it in um none of the servers work right like mm-hmm. the tell you can't sign into your telltale account you can't it doesn't um remember at the end of all the telltale games it gives you percentages of like who voted for yeah. why it won't do any of that it literally after an episode ends, it shows the credits running on a strip on the left side. And then the whole right side, which is where all the choices would show you, it's just a big black screen, a gray screen, and it says, server's not available. <laughs> well, Try again. So, you know. I'm tempted. There's there's a store near me. Tomorrow's payday. And mm-hmm. uh, right now they've got a deal three uh, three pre-order or three pre-owned games fourteen ninety nine and under. This one's fourteen ninety nine uh, for thirty bucks. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like buy two get one, right? Because um, I don't. So yeah. Anyway, the um, so I'll say this: the um, the game is not part of the MCU. So I don't know if, right. if it's following the comic books because they, they don't look they don't they didn't model them after the MCU characters. They have their, right. and, and I don't know the comic book, so I don't know if they look like what the com close to the combo characters or they're just their own design. They sort of have a um the style is almost reminds me of the Disney Infinity um interpretations. Yeah, it might be. You know what I mean? The yeah. um like, at it. Mm-hmm. yeah, Groot, uh, Drax, and um, and Rocket definitely look like the Disney Infinity figures. <laughs> um, but um, it does not deal with the Infinity Gauntlet at all. Um, okay, there's a, there's like a new artifact, and I don't know if again. So anybody listening, especially you, since you're a combo guy, don't know if any of this is comic book related. Or if they just sort of said, "Hey, we have we're using the Guardians' property, and we're making up our own story and timeline." I'm thinking so, that's what they did, but yeah. the artifact may be loosely based on something. So, real quick, just to verify, apparently only mm-hmm. the first episode's on the disc, and the rest download. So, did you yes, recently install this? I did. Okay, I did. it does. So it does still, download them. It still it downloads. Download them. Them. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, it definitely said like, uh, yeah, because I had to go to each episode, and it basically said update. Mm-hmm. It didn't necessarily. I remember it didn't say install. I want to say it said update. So it, it would show episode like two and three. Like it would show it sort of like that I in the thing, like mm-hmm. in the game. But then it would say if you clicked on it, it would have to update them all. So. Sure. Yeah, and it does that. I'm actually really impressed with how Xbox games just kind of detect shit like that and then just do them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because that's not often the experience on the Sony front. Um, but I'm doing this mostly on Xbox. But yeah. And and who knows? It might work just that same way on the Sony front as well. Um, but uh, with that game. Uh, but like I yeah. said, I've seen 
mixed mixed bags but yeah like same thing with like uh, what i mean by that is like for example resident evil gold edition when you mm-hmm. get it on playstation they just give you the disc and then there's a download code so of course the used version of that game is kind of worthless like nobody wants it whereas right. on the xbox there is no code in the box and you just it just says gold edition on the disc and when you pop it in mm-hmm. it goes yep i'm the gold edition downloads all the dlc and just works and right. it was just like Sony didn't quite figure out how to do that. And it's mm. impressive to me to watch Xbox did figure it out. Yeah. Like I knew when I got that game, like I got it for like $7, right? Used. <laughs> and I knew Telltale had gone under or what, you know, whatever mm. they were had gone under. Um, so yeah, I just kind of assumed all episodes were on the disc. But yeah, when I put it in, it definitely... Um, well, there's a warning to... that tells you on the GameStop website, which is why I asked you. There's a warning mm. that says um, only episode one is on the disc and GameStop won't take responsibility if you can't download well, the other episodes. And so they all work. Like, huh. so I beat yeah. the game so I can verify it for me. <laughs> they all worked. I believe you. Um, um, yeah, it dealt with an artifact called... Uh, Jesus, the resurrection gauntlet or something. Uh, not gauntlet, like uh, it, was, it was like. Uh, no, it was like. Uh, so I'll look it up, but it's funny because <laughs> I've been hearing to. about it. I've been hearing about it all week, and then I, I can't remember uh, <laughs> the fuck it is. You know, now now it's gonna bug me. Oh boy, What's here the we Guardians go. of the Galaxy. You're welcome, everybody listening. Telltale. I'm I'm the reason Google. this is happening. Yeah, let's look it up. Let's see. Wikipedia. Of course it does. Of course it has its own fucking thing. Uh-huh. Eternity Forge. Is Eternity Forge something from something? Eternity right. Forge. Interesting. Yep. So I'm basically, with it, but I'm not a big Guardians looks, of the Galaxy reader either. So. It looks like a little like chalice. True. And in this game, what it does is if you uh, kill somebody, the chalice sort of like absorbs that. And then you can bring somebody back to life from mm. your past or whatever so in the beginning of the game thanos is after it and uh right away you know this is the mcu um because of what you do with thanos definitely gotcha. a different timeline and um and then like and actually uh, Man- i think that's why it's not on stores anymore is because like because it's not mcu marvel was like yeah we're not gonna yeah. bring that one no, back yeah. yeah it's totally um yeah it, it I liked it just uh-huh. because I didn't see see like the story coming. I was like, oh, so is this all? In the whole time I'm playing it, I'm still thinking it's MCU for the first like two episodes, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking in my head they're just gonna do some weird time thing where all this will get shifted around. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and pack on track, but it never really did. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. And, and all the characters are in it from Guardians. So Nebula's in it. She has mm-hmm. a pretty big role. Uh, Mantis, you're running the Mantis. She becomes part of your crew. Yep. And again, unlike the MCU, like you meet her in a totally different way. So right away, right when that was definitely happening, I was like, okay, we're definitely way off call. This is right. definitely nothing to do with anything. This is its anything own thing. Yeah. This is its own thing. But they took the tone, the style and the tone and the music sure. of the movies. You know what I'm saying? So it had all that humor of like Chris Pratt in all and Drax and all those people. And it had the music. The soundtrack was really cool. It had that that early 80s, late 70s rock. You know what I mean? 
mm-hmm. and they implemented it in cool ways. Like all of a sudden during a fight, a big fight scene, it would just kick on one of the songs because he'd put on his headphones. It was so that shit was really well done. You know what I mean? And they always have cool little splash pages, just like all the Telltale series games. You know, right. like when they introduced the title. Um, and and you know what? The guy, the, whoever did the voice for um, Star Lord, he just reminded me of the guy raised from uh, the Tales from the Borderlands. Like he had the same cadence, mm-hmm. the same sense of humor. I'm like, this is the same dude. Like I think it might be <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um. But what I liked about it was, um, so the 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 Eternity Forge, because it could bring somebody back from their past. Um, different guardians want like Rocket wanted it all of a sudden, uh, okay. and what they did in every episode was they focused on each one of the guardians, mm-hmm. and you got to play their backstory. See, I like that stuff. That's a cool so, idea. You actually got to play a whole bit of Rocket when he was in the lab, like where they built them. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. And he actually had like a love interest that was an elegant. She was like an otter. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, um, and that's why he, he wanted the Forge back because that was the only person he ever loved or, you know, other person thing he ever loved. And um, But that was kind of emotional to see him because in, in this game, he's really a prick. Like more than in the movies, like in this game, he's really sort of a hot ass and like kind of a jerk. You know what I mean? And I think that's true in the comics as well. Yeah. So that was a cool story to show that. Um, Drax, you got to go back with Drax at one point and see his uh, daughter mm-hmm. and the interactions with his daughter. Um, you know, obviously Gamora, you kind of got to go back with Nebula when they were younger, a little younger and seeing them, their bond. Do their thing. Yeah. Um, the through line was was Star Lord and his mother. Okay. So they did a they did a lot of him as a kid with his mother, with his mother being sick and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. And then one of the favorite ones was uh, Groot. Um, so you got to go back as Groot, not when he was younger, but when he first met the Guardians. Uh, you know when they all get like arrested, kind of like in the movie, but you know what I mean. And they're all together, but. <laughs> playing it from Groot's perspective. Nice. And you know, and you know Telltale does it. Uh they give you the options, right? The four options all the time to say say stuff. Mm-hmm. So whatever Groot's options would come up, you'd have all this different stuff to say. But whatever you clicked on, he would just say, I am Groot, which made me fucking laugh every time. You know what I mean? Like he'd mm-hmm. just say it different. And it was uh I'm like, that's I am Groot. Cool. No, I am Groot. You know, he'd have this long sentence like, you know, this like yeah, it's funny. Um <laughs> And yeah, so I played every episode. I, you know, I didn't time them, but those are usually what a, a little over an hour, maybe an yeah, episode. Usually, people are just like, yeah, it's an hour. Um, I didn't die. Really. I died like maybe twice. Because mm. uh, you, you don't really die from messing up button presses. It just changes the action, right? Like you missed it. Oh, I got punched in the face, right? Right, right. Um, so the, I think the only times I died, I, I did get shot once because I totally didn't know what the fuck to do. And then the other time was. There's light exploring. So I noticed mm-hmm. with all Telltale games, you know, they have a they have a beat, right? They have a they have a a rhythm which is talking, 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 story, right? Talking, talking, talking. And then okay, you can walk around and everybody's leaning against a wall somewhere and you can go talk to them for a little bit before you <laughs> initiate the next section, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's always action. 
there's some fighting shit going on. Same here. Um, but they give some exploration parts like uh, verticality because he has the rocket boots. So they sort of give you control like how high to fly in the rocket boots. They explore different levels of certain places. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of those levels was I was flying from platform to platform because his boots would overheat because they were broken. Okay. And so, and there was like this lava acid shit you'd fall in. So you had to like, you know, make your way across these platforms and explore. And then I didn't notice the platform in front of me. Like you couldn't, I didn't notice it. Uh, so I thought I had to go back to where I came from. And when I tried to fly back, the camera didn't shift. And I was like, nope. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to do that. And then my <laughs> now I don't know where I am. <laughs> my boots cut out. And then, uh, yeah, I, I seen a game over screen there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. what if, if you like Telltale games, like I really dug it. Like I've never played a Telltale game that I didn't like mm-hmm. uh, of the new era, right? I know they made the old Sam and Max type shit, right? Um, yeah. Like stuff, the Back to the Future stuff. I didn't really get into that mm-hmm. i'm not a big like you know monkey island guy you know that like point and click and combine shit and fucking solve puzzles so, that yeah way. i don't like those but i i found back to the future to be tolerable i really liked jurassic park even though nobody else did <laughs> i i loved it I, I wish i could play it again i beat it but um i kind of wanted to go back and replay it to do like um i like that game I don't so mind why Jurassic. can't you replay it? I don't have it anymore. Oh, I see, I wear. bought it digitally. I did too. Oh, yeah, you can. Re- yeah, I can read. It doesn't show up in my redownloads or anything. So. Uh, did you have it on Xbox? I'm pretty sure I did. Okay, Maybe if you did, did, you have to re-download it on the 360. It is not backward compatible. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I don't. I don't have a 360. Oh, so. okay. Well, you can just give me. Uh, you can just give me your login and I'll just get it on my 360 and then I'll stream it to you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I dug it. I dug the story. I dug the one good thing about the Telltale series games I like, even with the Walking Dead ones, even though they do, they continue to walk, they, you know, they did mostly the, uh, the Walking Dead, they did the more of, you know what I mean? They, they did what, three or four? They did a Michonne one. They did. Walking Dead 1, 2, and then the one they had to finish, right? That they came back and finished. Yes, so they they had, Um, yeah, 1, 2, and then The Last Days or whatever, and they had Michonne. And I've played all of the Walking Dead ones. I have not played Michonne. mm -hmm. And then I was just looking right now on Steam. Looks like I have these both on Steam and on Xbox, but the Xbox ones, I think, were Games with Gold. I have the two Batmans, which I've not played. There's two Batmans? Yeah, there was Batman and then Batman the Enemy Within. Oh. And then I, I also have the Texas Hold'em, I think, on your suggestion. <laughs> Texas Hold'em? Yeah, maybe it came free with a bundle or something. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, um, yeah. So, I've never played one that I didn't like. And, like I said, like, even the Walking Dead ones, um, they don't leave when you finish a series they're not cliffhangers like they wrap everything up with a yes. nice little bow which i really appreciate i don't know if guardians was my favorite one mm-hmm. i think um i think borderlands 
Tales from the Borderlands might be. I really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, but I think I, I do have Tales from the Borderlands. Let's you should see. play that one. That one was that one was pretty. That one was pretty. Yeah, good. Um, I guess Tales from the Borderlands might not be available anymore. Let's see store page. No, it is. I played it on. I played it on Game Pass, and I think I saw it on. Um, yeah, no, it's available. It just wasn't showing yeah. up when I looked for Telltale. Oh, because some are Telltale and some are Telltale games. But yes, yeah. I own Tales from the Borderlands. Looks like I've beaten episode one and two. I'll oh. need to start that from the beginning, though. <laughs> yeah, you just don't remember. Um, like, I remember playing the game. I just don't remember what happened at all. Yeah. I, th- I think um, Gardens is worth a play. But you have to like these things anyways, right? Like... Because it's a Telltale series game. It plays like one. It sort of mm-hmm. has some of the weird glitchy, glitchy stuff once in a while. Um, <laughs> but overall, I, I, you know, I really dug it, man. It was fun and I gave me something to do every night. You know, I was like, okay, sit down, was playing an episode, you know, and uh, yeah, I dug it, man. I dug it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it now. I probably can't get rid of that fucking thing. I just uh, actually, uh, if you're draw. talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, you need to send that your old pal Fred's way, and I'll pay yeah. you for it. Because why would yeah. I go to a GameStop and fucking? That's right. I'll mail it to we you. We could trade it. <laughs> That's right. Let me return your shit to you first, though. I am working yeah, yeah. my way through VR. I'll be talking about a VR game today, two, cool. in fact. Cool. Um, well, I also was looking this up. Yeah, it looks like Jurassic Park is not available, and neither is Guardians of the Galaxy. So you either own it or you don't. Um, mm. I did just find out that I have... I forgot that I have Lego Jurassic Park. Lego Jurassic <laughs> World Evolution. And there's a original Jurassic Park trilogy DLC. Look at that. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> He's crushing it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I really think that's all I did. I'll yeah, talk that's all I did. Okay. All Nothing right. exciting. Nothing exciting. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, Because I actually want to play what you played, so. (laughs) All right, sir. First and foremost, Uh I played Mitomo. Mitomo. Mitopia? Mitopia. Sorry, that's what it's called. Mitomo. Yeah, that's something to behold, isn't it? It's weird. (laughs) It's... I, uh, God, who did I make? I made, I made some people and I made some, um, I did not make my daughter though. Uh, probably because of your forewarning, but, uh, I made myself, I made, um, uh, who did I make? I made my wife, I made my brother-in-law, I made, um, oh, there was one other, uh, somebody in my life. I forgot who it was. Anyway, I, a friend of mine, somebody, and uh, and then I made some celebrities. Right, that's that's what's always most important. That's the move. So yeah. I have Michael Jackson. Um, okay. What I would do is I'd do the randomizer, and then when I would see somebody who looked close, yeah, yeah, then I would I would make it happen. So um, now, were you making these from your Switch console or within the game? From the Switch console, I used the so, uh, the method you were. Yeah, it is. It is all over the internet, though, that the Metopia me creator is like the most craziest in depth thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, there are people making like 
crazy. Uh, I mean, I seen Squidward from SpongeBob that looked oh, okay, like identical yeah. to Squidward. So I'm like, I I held off on my video game characters because I think. Because I will be buying this game for it. This comes right, and see, week. you said that, and I'm not convinced yet. Although the demo is very makes it very tempting, but I just <laughs> wanted some. I wanted some quick me's. I think I made like eight. Because I got Michael Jackson. I know um, I got uh, Christopher Walken. Um, I got John Cena, and I got <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and. Uh, and oh, what was the last one? Oh, um, uh, 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 why am I blanking on his name? Uh, he was in the Transformers movies. Um, I keep wanting to say Feruza Balk, but it, uh, or Elijah Wood. No, who's the guy who's the main? He's the actor who kind of went crazy for a little while. Who's uh, the lead in um, all the uh, Transformers? With Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah. Shia I mean Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's a little Brando-esque. So it's a little Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That just happened to be the best I could do with his hair. But um, but yeah. Anyway, I threw them all into a thing together. And of course, as luck would have it, I'm living with Shia LaBeouf. And so we're like sleeping in the same bed and shit. And things are getting weird. He was in that Nymphomaniac movie. I don't think I trust him much. Um, so uh, it would be hilarious if Michael Jackson was betting with my brother-in-law. But he's actually betting with my wife. So there's that. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it just, there's just weird interactions in that. Yeah. You can't, there's like, I wanted to write them down. I think that was the other problem was I just did it as like a quick, fun thing to fart around. And then when I was done, I was like, I should have written down like the weird conversations that were just had. Cause I yeah, think cause that's, yeah, you can, uh, you can't even repeat. You can't, your brain won't, re- uh, Retain what they yeah, say. Yeah, but you can be liberal with the screenshots, and that's what I need to do next time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. Did you get that picture I just sent? I sent you a picture. Sure. Did you send it to the phone or on the Google? Oh, there Google. it is. Got it. Yeah. This is this is the me oh, creator. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Look yeah, at so Strong I'm, Bad and Mr. Clean. and. So I'm going to have to remake my video game, guys, more detailed. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not sure I'm ready to pull the trigger, but I highly recommend anyone who has passing interest in this to check it out because mm-hmm. it's free and it will definitely pique your interest. Like it will, it may not sell you on the game, but it will keep you entertained for at least two hours. It, which is more than I hoped for for a demo. It's funny because they trick you into it's like an RPG, but it really is just a clicker game. Like it really yeah. is. Like it's really just an idle. It's an idle game, really. I mean, you just if you put your guy on auto, you don't do really anything. Yeah, but you get to watch all the weird shit that happens. I had an interaction with John Cena. Uh, I was like, whoa, is this going to get intimidating? Because uh, that's how it started. But the conversation like went in a weird direction. And uh, he ended up just needing a favor. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but I was like, okay. thought I, we were going to rumble. I like when they're skipping along like yeah. to the... In the My daughter random, picked up on that because she likes to skip a lot, and so and, yeah, and they skip, and they're kind of cute. Right, some of them start dancing, but then just random word bubbles, and you can tell it's just yeah. a weird random algorithm. And sometimes they match up, and sometimes it's just like nonsense. I love it though. Yeah, you know? I like I said, I I was I 
I listened to you guys on easy mode when you first played like the 3DS version of this. And, um, and so like, I was always intrigued, but it was always more fun to just listen to the stories. I think if you're ready to become a streamer trees, this is the game you do it with. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, I, and I think you might actually do that if the switch had like quick streamer software, like the other consoles do where you just like hold down a button and just say, go live. Right. Mm-hmm. And it has like the comments in the text, just like pop up on the screen, but because it would be like a big setup and honestly, the switch doesn't play nice with a lot of capture cards. Yeah. Oh, uh, you'd be so frustrated. You'd be done before you even got started. Man. But anyway, How, did you play the whole demo? Did you get your horse? I did. Yes. Yes, I did. The horse, the horse stays in. <laughs> When they show the carry the fucking horse into the next into the main game if I get it. I know. I just love that's how they get you. They're like, have a horse. So the people listening, like, uh, when you finish like a little run, your little me's will find an inn to stay in for the night, and that's where you get your energy (laughs) back and you can feed them for upgrades. And it shows this weird little cartoon, like paper craft cutout, like silhouette of them running into the the inn, like at night. And when you get the horse, it's like they show the so the horse is just with you guys just run into the it's i can't explain it but it's it made me laugh every time that the horse is just with you i can customize that horse can't i you can do anything with that horse i need to make that horse punk rock you can make that horse punk rock yeah. give it dreads they have dreads for the horse there you go. um <laughs> no it's funny they do they do something uh that I wish it's so funny because they do something that I wish a lot of RPGs that I play would do, which I don't know if some RPGs do it already, but they do a thing because some of the costumes are dumb, right? The armor and the mm-hmm. things you get, like they give you like a bee costume or a wand that looks like a lollipop. Like they don't give a fuck. The one's like a cotton candy. Like they just give you weird it's, stuff. They just grabbed a bunch of different things and use yes. an algorithm to slap it together. But if you're using like a sword you like, but you find a better weapon, but it's like, you know, like a, a I don't know, like a balloon animal sword or something. I don't know whatever the fuck they got. Sure. You can s- equip it or you can just equip it stats. Oh, nice. I don't know if you noticed that. So you can no. just go equip stats and you will keep your shit. So your, you can whatever look you dope, know. but you can still upgrade. You can get the, the yes, you get the upgrade from the new thing. Nice. But I thought that was, I'm like, well, real RPG should do that shit. <laughs> That'd be um, sweet. They do the opposite in East 3. Your sword they- always looks the same, but the stats go up. Well, there you go. I guess that's I mean, the same, but see, the I want thing, the, but- well, no, but like you get like a what diamond you- sword and you're like, no, I want to see what that looked like. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't do that. Um. Yeah, I'm about I'm about this game. I want to pick this game up. I want to make some more detailed uh, me's, uh, you know. And I actually looked up on my I booted up my 3ds to re- see what it was, uh, the old one, and it's still on there. And I forgot it has that whole weird. Um, I think it's called Me Plaza. That's what it's called on the 3ds. So you'd go to this Me Plaza app. And they added all these games. There's a fishing one. There's a stock market one. And you know what? Yeah, sorry. Um, I was thinking of Tamadochi Life, which is yeah. what the first, right? Wasn't that like the first game or the no. first like attempt at this? 
No. um, No, meaning Miitopia is not part of the same universe. What I mean is like, it was like they had an idea with Tamadochi Life and then they were like, we can do this better. And they made Miitopia. Yeah, well, the the weird little dungeon crawler was first because it was one of these street paths. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. And then they went Tamadochi Life and then they made... Metopia like on the 3D on the 3DS. Yes, actually, probably before Tamadochi Life, right? Tamadochi Life was after 2017-ish. It might so. have been. I know Tamadochi Life is more like Animal Crossing, whereas this is more like an RPG, right? This is more dungeon crawling. Uh, you've never played Tamadochi Life. It is no. not like Animal Crossing at all. Well, I've honestly no. not played much Animal Crossing yeah. either. Um. Okay. <laughs> so. It's, those games don't interest me, but I liked hearing you guys talk about it. Tommy Tamadochi Life is, you know, the end part of this game? Yes. And the eating and the going on dates. That's Tamadochi Life. The dungeon crawling. They So they took the dungeon crawler from the, you know, the autoplay dungeon crawl game from the, the street plaza, whatever, the me plaza. And they took the Tamadochi Life, all the other shit, and they mushed it together. So Tamadochi Life. Is, like, I like it. Yeah. It's funny. Like I said, they're like happy idiots, the Mies. <laughs> yes. So dream. I see, you know, they got just, they make the stupid face and they're just dumb. They're just comes, dumb. Comes out in a week. I know it comes, comes out in a week. I know it comes out the same time as everything else. So I think it has the same release date as Mass Effect. No, um, Mass Effect is tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow is tomorrow Friday says, the 14th. And 14th. Friday the 21st is when. Uh, I thought Metopia's was the 15th. Could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do I'm I seeing know? 521. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Metopia. That, that's that's a trip, man. That's fucking <laughs> it's, that game. It was it was more than I thought it was going to be. So strangely addictive. Yeah, strangely addictive. So uh, let's see. Then I went to VR. Played okay. some VR. Um, I've been having, with the temperatures and everything shifting a lot over here, I've been having a problem where if I spend more than an hour in VR, um, I start getting like sinus pressure. I think it's just, it, it that didn't normally happen. So that's just the time right now. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little bit of allergies. Um, but uh, played Res Infinite. Um, oh, okay. I've always wanted to get into Res. Like I've had Res on um the, I I have it on the PS2 and then I went back and you know used you know burned a disc at first and then now use my GDEMU to play it on the Dreamcast and it's about the same whether you play it on the PS2 or the Dreamcast and then I know there was the HD version everybody loved on the 360. I never played that version. And then now there's Res Infinite. And mm-hmm. I love the concept of Res. And when you play the first two levels, you feel pretty confident, right? It's it's kind of that like on rails lock on uh, Panzer Dragoon style thing. And I actually struggle mm-hmm. with this in Panzer Dragoon as well. They start to complicate stuff and like have like tons of things hitting you at once, coming at you at once, and different places you're supposed to aim and ways you like charge up shots. And it gets. To where it's not that it's hard, I just don't understand how I'm getting hit, or I don't understand how I'm not doing what the game wants me to. And I ran Hmm. into that again in Res Infinite on level three. Okay. Um, So, I'll get back to it. 
it does look enhanced and pretty darn cool in uh, VR. And there's two modes, Trees. There's like for, I don't think they're appropriately labeled. They said VR beginners and advanced VR. Okay. And what they said was for VR beginners, they basically just VR and 3Dify, you know, the regular game where you just like see the static image, right? And you're just like flying through and, and you, just like the regular game. You know what I mean? And they right. just, uh, but they do VR it more than like a non VR game when you do those modes where like it is in 3D, it is VRified, but uh, kind of like Thumper, <laughs> it just stays right behind your character, right? Mm. It just, it's a static yeah, shot. I, I bought it, so okay. I've, I've played a little bit of it. I played well, like a level. Did you play the advanced it. version? Where Probably the no. camera moves all over the place and you're floating no, through could. space and it, it cuts the camera around and shifts it around no. and floats around you. I'd if throw you, up. You might. You might. It gets a little intense. I have actually continued to be impressed with how I do not seem to get nausea from the PSVR. I do not know what mm. changed, but I did not get it with Res. It was intense, but I didn't feel any nausea. Um, I just got annoyed with the game. And then I do know that there's that area X or whatever, which people say I got to check out. So I'll go back and give it a couple more goes. But Res Infinite was cool to see in VR like once, but like I could see myself just having that game and playing it even outside of VR just randomly. And it works with yeah. the move controllers, but that particular game, I didn't see a lot of value in the move controllers. Um, it's not like uh, an on-rail shooter. You know, you have to actually charge the shots, lock on, and then let go to have them blast. And so that's mm. where the two move controllers didn't seem as useful to me. I enjoyed the regular controller more. Um, so there's that. And then I did start Moss. Oh, yeah. Cool. It's I uh, so like I lots. Yes. I love the way it's got that storybook beginning and you're actually in a library, you know, and you got the, that can, those candles like melting yeah, right in yeah. front of you and stuff. That does yeah. a really good job of like making it kind of immersive and it does acknowledge you're there. You know, I mm -hmm. do continue to love how VR games always do that. Like Lucky's Tale and then Super Lucky's Tale afterwards. It doesn't acknowledge you're there. Right. It's just like Lucky's just like in a world and we just happen to be this dynamic camera floating. Whereas um, Astrobot and Moss, it very much acknowledges you're there. They look at you. They interact with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Um, Mo Moss is like you can look at your reflection in the lakes and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. So kind of like you do with Astrobot when you pass through like yes. different things. Um, yep. And you've said this before, but it bears repeating. That is like a diorama come to life, which I think is awesome. Like, yeah. not like a paper craft diorama, not a kid's art project in, you know, fourth grade. Right. right. Like, this is like somebody made a fucking set. Like, like in Lord of the Rings, if they were to use practical effects instead of CGI yeah. and they made a set so that they mm -hmm. could have like a huge war happen, that's what it would be. It's a highly detailed, very alive mm -hmm. diorama that, um, God, I forgot her name, but Moss is the area, is like the world you're in. Yeah. And the character's name, I forgot it already, and I was just playing that game earlier today. Mm -hmm. um, played the first few areas, like I think they're called chapters. Like there's that intro yeah. chapter, she goes and sees her uncle, then, you know, yep. the sprite comes, and then she enters, you know, a new world, and um, the castle is kind of the first, like, getting down to it, right? You go to that abandoned yep. castle. And that's where I got stuck, actually, Trees. Yeah, I got I, what? I got stuck in there. Yeah, I don't think I ever got out of that castle. 
I got stuck for 15 straight minutes on <laughs> one puzzle. There's a, uh, there's a, and I, I, I know what I need to do. I just don't know how to do it. There's a moss or the, the moss, the girls on one side, the, the, the mouse you are. Yep. And there are two of those little crab spider robots on the other mm-hmm. side. And there's a pressure plate on either side. And you can grab the robot and drag him over, you know, because your character, basically, yep. for those who haven't played it, you are an observer, but you have the ability to interact with the world. You can push things down. You can pull stuff for Moss uh, because it's a puzzle-solving game more yep. than it's an action platformer, really. Um and then you can also hold enemies or move enemies for various reasons. Um, and then Moss, or sorry, Moss, the uh, whatever her name is, uh, the yes. the mouse you you play with, you control her, and she has basically three actions: uh, jump, attack, and dodge. And mm-hmm. uh, that's basically the game. Anyway. So when I would have her stand on a pressure plate on one side, there's a gap in between them, uh, but you can leap over it no problem, and have a drag a, a bot over to the other side, then it would activate a like wall that would move in like three different ways, right? But no matter what version, whether it's top, medium, or lower, I can't get to, I can get into the area, but then I have no way to activate the wall to like bring me up to where I need to go. And so there are two bots. So I'm like, okay, well maybe I can bring the bot down the stairs or maybe I can drag it across the pit or maybe I can this, that or the other. No, there's no way I cannot figure out. And so I tried Hmm. for 15 minutes. I even backtracked in this and that. And I've just tried and tried and tried. And I know I'm going to look this up and get pissed off Yeah, because there's certain parts of it that are not intuitive. And so my mm-hmm. question to you is, do you remember that puzzle? Do you remember if you beat that puzzle? And if not, should I just, I'm about like 45 minutes into the game, maybe 50 minutes. I know it's like a three hour game. That sounds familiar. I might um, just look up the solution because what I think it might do is show me the way that this game's going to expect me to interact with those bots in the future. And if I don't figure it out, I'm going to have a mm-hmm. lot of problems. So Yeah. Can't you... Mm. I don't know. I thought, can you knock those bots so they're like inactive? Do they are they inactive when, after you, drag when them? you lock them onto a pla- uh, like the the whatever the pressure plate? They mm-hmm. they go inactive. Okay. So um, I've got the right side locked in. It's just the side that normally the mouse is standing on. <laughs> when she goes and does something, like I don't know how to activate it, and you need to activate it in order to like get to where you need to go. I know exactly what I need to do. I just don't know how to do it. And that's it kind of the worst, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do remember a puzzle in that castle where it was kind of like a column with steps in it. Okay. And you had to rotate the different levels of steps yeah. and basically get up it and through it. Yeah. So, so I, I did I, figure I, that one out. Um, but maybe you might, maybe you're like a step ahead of me, but we're, I think perhaps. we're in like the basic the same area sure the same spot maybe one or two rooms off of each other because i want to say i want to say i go past that tower but i remember the last time i played it uh it had been so long since i booted up that i couldn't remember all the mechanics oh and then i ended up not playing it again but um (laughs) and and then you forget you forget with that game you forget that you can stick your head in 
and look around the diorama. Like you That's just forget. true. You, but I couldn't and, this time because I tried to go so in depth, and then all of a sudden the camera went wonky. And you want to talk about it? Does it. go? Yes. Oof. Yes, it goes wonky. Yeah, but um, it does go. <laughs> I'll, I'll see. Like I said, that doesn't make Moss less enchanting. I'm. I mean, especially a lot of people. Like if they did what I did, you know, either got it uh, for free, or even mm-hmm. if you paid for it, like you know, I mean, it's it's a worthwhile thing. And if you look it up, I'm sure you can find a quick and easy solution. But um, it was just, I guess, off putting at first. And and again, you you like if I wanted to over dramatize it, it's like, well, I could have played. Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin. I could have played The Inpatient, which is that sequel to Until Dawn, which is like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I could have, uh, you know, I've got Vader Immortal, all three episodes ready to go. I've got Super Hot VR, and I've got Arizona Sunshine, and then Paper Beast. And so it's like, I've got a lot of plans of things I want to play. So it's like, mm, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do want to kind of wrap up Moss, but I have seen, like, I mean, it's like, I'm a third of the way through. So I've seen what that mm-hmm. game has to offer, but I know that game has more plot and mechanics to offer than I've seen. And so, but I get the basic gist of it. Um, so hopefully hates- next week you'll hear me getting to the end of that. My wife hates when I was playing the game because she could see it on the TV because mm-hmm. I'd leave the TV on and she hates fucking mice. Oh. Hates them. And Moss, like the, the mouse in Moss is not like a cartoon mouse. It looks no, like a she's mouse. Legit, yeah. She looks like, like a real a mouse, little, a real little mouse with yeah, just a with shield, a sword, a shield, yeah. a sword yeah. <laughs> and a gauntlet and stuff, yeah. But so, so uh, but yeah. Initial first impressions were positive, even though I got stuck. Um, getting you, stuck um, is part of video games. Have you found a way to play um, Tetris yet? Tetris Effect. Uh, I have a yeah. I think I saw a demo. I might have even downloaded the demo. So cool. I will let you know. Tetris and VR is. Something. I still randomly play Tetris Effect on uh, the Series X all the time. So, if you played it in VR, you'd never go back. That's fair. <laughs> well, and here's two things to keep in mind. One, it's part of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I would say it stands to reason that eventually it'll leave Game Pass, and then I'll be forced to buy it because I love that game. And mm-hmm. um, at that point maybe I'll have a PSVR of my own. That is the plan, right? I'm just trying to figure out when the PSVR 2 is coming and what the details are. If it's back compatible and it's coming soon, I'll wait. Otherwise, I'll be picking one up myself and you'll be getting your headset back before I get through these games. But the main goal is to try to get through these games in the next month or so. Um, The good news for you, and again, you can always call it back if you need to, but the good news for you (laughs) is that like Vader Immortal, I've heard are like 15 minutes each episode or something. Um, The Inpatient I know is 90 minutes. Psychonauts Rhombus of Ruin is tops two hours, and I've heard it's closer to an hour. Um, I don't know how long Arizona Sunshine is. Uh, That one might be a little longer, but who knows? Maybe it's not. You know, that's that zombie apocalypse thing. Oh, and the last thing I definitely need to try is the um, Wipeout Omega Collection. I want to see what Ugh. that's like. Uh, that may be vomit-inducing as well. But, Puke uh, City. <laughs> did you try I it or that. you're just guessing? I played it. I okay. bought it because it was on, it was on sale for like uh, like, like five 10 bucks. bucks or yeah. something. Yeah, not even. It was like, I was like, you know what? Let me try it. And uh, I stuck in there for like a race or two. And uh, it was fucking neat. It was neat being in the cockpit of one of those. And you said you never really played white belt games, right? So, Correct. 
I've played a couple of races on the Omega Collection on the first game, whatever, 2079 oh. or whatever, um, but not in VR. So it was like a while ago. W- the original White Belt came out when the PlayStation came out in uh, the original yes. PlayStation. And it was a big deal. Like it was a yes, big Angelina Jolie is cool actually thing. playing a version of it um, in Hackers uh, oh, when uh, when uh, Dade Murphy first meets her. And I know mm-hmm. that because I recently purchased and watched yep. Hackers on Blu-ray. But and they, and I had a, a, a I had one of those on um, fucking um, PSP. I had some sort of thing on oh, PSP. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but it's always been I the played, same three games. They just keep re-releasing. They just repackage them. Yeah. So I played that thing like crazy. So, uh, yeah, I bought this one, and it was neat to see that game from inside of a cockpit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you've never. Yeah. I don't think the the white belt games you could ever play it in the cockpit. Like no. it was always behind the. the no, you could be like close behind, mid behind, and then you could zoom out. But yeah, so being inside that cockpit and looking around and stuff, being in those cities, like at that level, mm-hmm. that eye level, was super cool. And I stuck with it for about two races before my head started swimming a little <laughs> Again, bit. Again, that's the problem when you're doing those races and you start looking around. That's when you start going. <laughs> well, those fucking things start going all over the goddamn mm-hmm. place. Those oh, tracks are like roller coasters, it's you know? The, it's the same reason when that May the 4th uh, sale went on. You know, I grabbed Vader Immortal, but I did not grab that... Uh, that 15 minute tech demo uh that's like eight bucks which is the x-wing thing i was like no i know i'm gonna throw up on that no way yeah i don't want to challenge it like i told you i haven't had like any vomit inducing on the psvr Mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna intentionally challenge that with certain games i mean you should try the um ace combat 7 vr said that yeah mission i stuck with that too for about a mission before i lost it but it was neat to be inside the the, the jet, you know, mm-hmm. dog fighting and stuff. That was pretty neat. Yeah. But so, yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll get through it. Um, but I hadn't touched VR for a couple of weeks and I wanted to get going on it because, uh, again, you were kind enough to, to lend that to me and uh, I, I, I bought a bunch of stuff. So I was like, okay, let's, let's get it going, Fred. Um, but, uh, and then last but not least, definitely not least. Oh, uh, boy. Resident oh, Evil boy. 8. I also played a little bit of Rayman Legends, but I mm-hmm. that game's good, but like as the more difficult final levels come up, oh, yeah. like it's easier to just go, you know, maybe I'm just done with that game for right now. Yeah, yeah. I thoroughly nice. enjoyed what I played of it. I um, turn it on. I was turning it on every day and doing the challenges. Yeah. And Those I try to do a challenge every time I get on there. Um, but I already got the super rare one for getting like a gold medal on a weekly challenge or something. So. Oh, by the way, real quick, yeah. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale. Uh-huh. Uh, by the end of the third episode, yeah, you get an achievement for every chapter. And I think every game has six chapters every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, by episode three, like chapter three, all the way to the end, all my they're achievements all, were diamond. They're all diamonds because no one's no touched one. them. Mm-hmm. No one. No one's. Uh, I think I was in the seven percent. So that tells you how many people played fucking that game which made me happy though every time i played it and finished it i was like yeah I'm right rarefied yeah. it rarefied air up in here oh yeah this guidance game <laughs> so um <clears throat> so yeah resident evil 8 mm-hmm. so real quick uh i know you uh talked about uh talked with me about uh listening to giant bomb so 
I feel Giant Bomb did a very good job of trying not to spoil anything in the game. I'm going to be mm-hmm. even less spoilery than that. Um, and there's no need to really be spoilery, but people were telling me like they were avoiding the demos and the trailers and stuff like that. I'm happy to announce that in the first like 90 minutes of the game, you will see everything that was in all those demos mm-hmm. I played, all the trailers, things like that. There is a lot of game there that they do not show you. And that's how it should be. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard the games about, remember Giant Bomb said it was like eight and a half hours long. Lots of people are saying eight to 10 hours. I have a hard time with that because right now I am uh, pretty clearly halfway through the game. Like mm-hmm. there are, there's, a, there's a certain way you can tell. And I'm at six and a half hours. So maybe I'm taking longer because you can explore. Right. But uh, I'm also getting everything. But yeah, like, no, I'm, I, and I'm not in a hurry. But like, mm-hmm. that game is longer than people who want to just grind through it for a podcast or a review uh, can get out of it. Uh, and there's definitely going to be some replay value with this game. This game is batshit insane, Trees, and I don't want to belabor the point, but like, this game's all over the place. This game is like, we remember, uh, again, I go back to what I, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Whereas I think Resident Evil 7 is a remake of Resident Evil 1 in the first person perspective. This is a remake of um, Resident Evil 4. Like, Mm. They're like, let's get crazy people in there, crazy bosses, um, crazy plot, and just drop you in the middle of somewhere and just go, right? Um, there's like the the Lady Damascus, and mm-hmm. she's, of course, uh, really big, and she's got her daughters and stuff like that, which are bug wasp ladies. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. And then there are more, there are more, and you see all of them in the trailer, but uh, I don't want to really get into it because it's fun to watch them introduce themselves early in the game. Um, You know, I talked about it before, I think last week with the trailer where he, you know, talks to, where Ethan talks to uh, Chris and he's like, you know, you killed Mia and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, maybe that's a big twist. No, 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 that happens in the first, you know five minutes of the game like it's Mm. everything that you think is a big twist from those demos or things like that not the whole plot's laid out like in the intro of the game like just straight up nope don't worry about it and then uh you know the when you first arrive in the village um that is the demo uh that's in that half an hour demo i played and then when you first arrive in the castle um a modified that demo that i played was a modified version of it which had like less items and enemy encounters, but it was basically mm. the intro to the castle. Um, I I will say from everything I've heard, not just from Giant Bomb, from other people talking about it, it does make me want to play it now. Uh, because, yeah. you know, they said from what I've heard, mm-hmm. right, they focus more on the batshit crazy than trying to scare the shit out of you. I would say that's that true, but there are also not, scary moments in the right. in the tension way, right? Where you like turn a corner and you're like, oh shit. Um, and uh, there are a couple of like scary sequences, like in the castle, you even see this in the demo, you go into like a dark dungeon, right? And things are moving around in that dungeon. I don't know that I would particularly say that's scary, but for some I could see that. Um, and uh, the castle is just, uh, we'll put it this way. 
I don't think this is a big deal, but the village is the main area and it's very mm-hmm. Metroidvania. You see all these areas that you don't have access to yet. You see a ton of like locks and mechanisms and devices that you can interact with. But when you click on it, they're like, okay, give me what you use to interact with this. Give me the key, give me the wheel, give me whatever. And you don't have it. And so you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep coming back here. And as expected, and there's a bunch of signs that talk about different areas. And as expected, that's your hub. You always return to that. And so um, what I will say, Trees, is the second area you go after Castle Damascus or whatever is um, the second area you go to has much more of a horror element to it. Mm. Um, But again, it's still more like creepiness like silent hill like wandering around in the right. dark um right. but uh but yeah I, I could see people saying oh i can see, this is definitely a horror game but right let's let's go back to it's a horror game in as much as it's a resident evil game mm-hmm. compared to seven fuck no like the opening 90 minutes of seven is scarier than anything i've seen way see, scarier so, than anything i've seen so, yeah yeah so see that's what i'm saying so i made it through seven yeah, you'll be fine. So, <laughs> and again, so now I'm not I'm in, through the game yet, but I get a very distinct impression that yeah. So I'm I'm interested again. I just got because to the third you, area, and it's definitely not. Here's another thing I'll tell you, trees. I have played mm-hmm. this game largely during the day because normally I'm playing at night, right? Because in the dark at night, and that's definitely the case. You should do with Resident Evil Seven. Resident Evil Eight is largely outside during the day, <laughs> so there's not really any reason to be in the dark. You know what I mean? Cause uh, right. they're not trying to scare you. Now, again, when I did that area, I just talked about that was more scary and wandering around in the dark. I did play that at night. I waited for nighttime, but then what I usually do is I'm like, okay, until it gets dark or nighttime, I will play this during the day. And large swaths of that game I've played so far, like out of the six hours I've done, like at least four of it has been outside during the day. And even in Castle Damascus, like you go down to the dungeon, but when you get out of the dungeon, most of that castle, I mean, you are outside in parts of the castle. You're in the courtyard and various other things, and you're walking around rooms that have windows that have, it's daytime. There's cascading lights coming in. So like, Mm. yeah, like you, most of that game does not take place thus far in the dark. I'm I'm definitely interested. I'm definitely interested because... You know, like like Code Veronica, right? Okay. Um, I didn't find that Resident Evil scary, but I found no. the quote unquote family brother and sister to be crazy, like wacky. Oh, in Code and Veronica I, or in uh, yeah, Seven? Code okay. Veronica. Yes. So, they were. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I can deal. I like Resident Evil when it's kooky <laughs> and dealing with kooky shit off the rails. Yeah, like if I can uh, be so bold, like the the main bosses um there's Mm -hmm. five of them are we're getting real close to metal gear solid three bosses like that's where we're at like that's that's the kind of shit we're dealing with right now is definitely resident evil three or sorry uh metal gear solid three or even two not Mm. so much one one those bosses all try to be like realistic like they could really exist two gets a little weird with like fat man and a couple of the other ones but like three is off the rails. Like those things do not exist. <laughs> and that's where we're at. <laughs> in this one. Um, but again, the gameplay mechanic and the loops are straight 
Resident Evil 4. Like um, mm-hmm. everything that you kill drops stuff, whether it be money so you can buy, right? Like there's crafting. And so they drop either supplies or money or uh, random items like healing items or, or ammo. And again, if you just... I think there is a finite number of enemies. I didn't find any place where things were infinitely spawning, but there's a decent number of enemies and they drop enough stuff where like, like you're either upgrading your weapon or you are always getting ample money where if, and and they make it really cheap. So for example, to upgrade your weapon, much like Resident Evil 4, like upgrading your pistol starts at like 5,000, right? But then, mm-hmm. and there's multiple pistols also. There's multiple pistols, multiple shotguns. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, there is the rocket, uh, the grenade launcher, and then the sniper rifle. And those, there aren't multiples. There's just the one. But upgrading those, like it gets expensive fast. Soon you're paying 10, 15, 20,000. And for comparison, you're paying like 1,000 for 15 um, handgun bullets. And you're paying 1,000 for five shotgun bullets and you're paying a thousand for six sniper rounds and so when you when you think about that it's like if you're not doing the upgrades and you really find yourself struggling because you're really bad at aiming or whatever remember this is a first person Mm -hmm. shooter still right um and it has an aim assist you that's naturally on which anyone playing with a gamepad i recommend using pc players can use their mice but um i mean if you really suck at shooting (laughs) You can just, um, you can just, you know, buy bullets and you'll always have plenty of money. Right now I'm walking around cause I don't know quite how I want to upgrade stuff. I'm walking around with 142,000 <laughs> gold. Okay. Now I can go nice. through it really quick, like upgrading stuff, but yeah. Right. And so, and, and again, every time I get into fights, they're dropping stuff. I can craft any bullet I need. I can craft any weapon I need. I can craft healing items. I... Again, people say, you know, I'm sure people will say that this game is like, I'm playing on normal. There's an easy, normal, hard, and then like insane. And like, because I bought the limited edition, I got the insane difficulty unlocked at the beginning. Um, Of course. Which of course, why wouldn't I, you know, why would I do that? I could see somebody, if you really want like the, right, like the high challenge, like like I used to play um, Call of Duty games on veteran difficulty at the beginning. If you are weary of the 10 hour time period and you want a difficult game that's going to keep you in there. Play on that crazy difficulty. I guarantee you this game's 25 hours then. It might not be 25 enjoyable hours, but if you like to bang your head against something while you try to beat it, go right ahead. Um, Put my shit on easy. Yeah, boss battles are pretty cool. I think normal is very safe. Normal is, yeah. I have not died very often. (laughs) Um, Hmm. And I have, uh, this might be indicative of something. I did not ever die on a boss battle. So there you go. Um, I was like, oh shit, what happens uh, (laughs) if I let her hit me too much? But like, yeah. Um, Is is the the violence the same level as in 7? Yes, but it's not like the gross kind of violence. It's actually pretty crazy. Um, Okay. So, uh, you know, let me give an example. This does not happen in eight or in seven for the record, but like, here's how resident evil seven and resident evil eight would handle similar circumstances. Okay. Let's say Ethan Winters gets captured and he's going to get attacked, tortured, whatever. Okay. In resident evil eight, they might like 
lay him down on a be- on a wooden like plank. And maybe the worst thing they would do is like nail nails into his hands, right? To like hold him still. Whereas in Resident Evil 7, they would like slowly open his guts and like roll his intestines out on like a like a wheel or something, right? It's like really <laughs> grotesque yes. stuff. Um, there is a lot of blood and violence in this game, but it's so hokey because, and people probably don't remember this, this is a mild spoiler for the opening couple of hours of Resident Evil 7, but Ethan gets like, I don't know what he gets, whether he gets part of the mold or it's something in the healing salves or the the disinfectant they've got. But like, I forget which one it is, whether he's partially got the molds or the disinfectant like keeps him going. But when you're around that mold virus uh, in the Resident Evil game, in Resident Evil 7, you can't like die really and your limbs don't like, you know, the damage you receive is not permanent. And that Mm. is evidenced in that because they like, you know, like saw his hand off and then they're able to like pop it back on and throw the disinfectant on there and it reattaches, right? Well, they run with that in this game as well, where like you can get injuries that no human would survive, but like you you just rub some dirt on it. (laughs) They heal up and you're good to go. And I know people said in, in various things I've talked about, they just don't explain that. Well, they do. You just have to remember it from seven. And I was surprised that in the three minute, they, they wrap up all of seven's plot in a three minute video at the beginning of this game. And it just says, would you like to see a quick recap video on what happened in seven? They do wrap the whole thing up, but they don't mention that, that Ethan um, is able to uh, sustain injuries in that game that would kill any normal human. Right. But whether it's the disinfectant, the mold, or the virus, or whatever, he's able to um, withstand that. And so that's just par for the course here. Like, they'll just do things to him that he's able to withstand because yeah. that is that is already established from the seventh game. And this is a direct sequel to seven. Right, right. Yeah. Happens a few years later. Like, three specifically. So, um but uh, but yeah, and, and like they they hinted at, and I won't get any more than this. But yeah, what you are doing in this game, you're just like like there's what you think you're doing in the game, and then what you're actually doing in the game. When you find out what you're actually doing in the game, you find it out probably about like two and a half hours in, and you're eh, you find it out after the the castle Damascus, and and you're just like oh okay, <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know why people think that Ethan's, you know, again, Giant Bomb was talking about this and I heard this from a couple other people that like Ethan's too easy going. Uh, he was a pretty fucking good sport throughout seven. So this is, <laughs> this is, this is par for the course for him. You know, he ended up yeah. in, a, in those salt mines at the end. It's like, he's not questioning any of this shit. <laughs> so, but yeah, so eight is a, a change of pace, Trees, and I think it's right up your alley. And especially because the open the opening is just straight out of the Underworld movies. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's, I mean, straight out of the Underworld movies. You've got like SWAT guys, well, you got werewolves, you got vampires. It's just like, what? <laughs> so, well, it's up my alley, but is it up your alley? You've been waiting for yeah. this. So yeah. no, are you game, happy with, with this game, game delivered for one? Okay, good. Um, it is keeping its, I, I have it. I'm playing it on the series X with ray tracing. It is keeping its, um, its performance level up 
occasionally you'll see the little stutters when the frame rate drops to the 50s, um, but it does not bother me one bit. And I think I see that way more than the average player would. Uh, for mm-hmm. the most part, it keeps up 4K60, no problem. Very impressive. The ray tracing does some very good stuff, especially with cascading lights, shadows, reflections. This mm-hmm. game has a lot of areas where there's like water, especially in the village. There's like random little streams going through, random lights, things like that. It does a really good job with all of it. Um, everything in this game, Trees, looks straight out of... Like, it's so gorgeous. This game is just stunning it looks incredible and of course there's a photo mode um Mm -hmm. with tons of options just a a metric shit ton of options um my uh my special edition did give me a interesting grain filter where it can look like those found footage things from the uh from uh resident evil 7 um it's not the vibe i'm getting from 8 but i get it right they're they're thinking of replay value when you go back through it because i think capcom acknowledges look guys this is a very polished very well played very well planned experience but much like um you know they kind of conceded with resident evil 3 this game isn't that long which what cracks me up about both of those scenarios is you'll hear people say that well it's not that long it's longer than seven most people say most people apparently got through seven in like eight hours. I didn't, but apparently a lot of people did. It usually mm. takes me like 12 to 15 hours to do seven. I just recently did it again. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's longer than that. And the same thing was true of Resident Evil 3. Like if you don't count playing Resident Evil 2's remake like a second time, which is almost the same game, only with a different character. Like we talked about that with remake, like Resident Evil two remake makes the scenario be much less distinct than it was in the original game. And so if you just taken it once through like Resident Evil two and Re- Resident Evil three was longer, you know, cause they give you that reverse, which is that multiplayer thing, which isn't out yet, but it does come with the game. I got the download code and I was able to download it. You just get on there and they're like, it's not coming till summer. <clears throat> and I do know you unlock mercenaries mode because I got some unlocks for mercenaries mode. So the other fun things I got trees that you'd probably crack up at is I got a little raccoon that hangs from my shotgun. It's like a little charm that hangs <laughs> from my gun. I like that. Um, and then I got a, you know, the Mr. Everywhere, the football player guy that you're destroying in seven. I got mm-hmm. one that I got a charm that they, he has, Ethan has one of the Mr. Everywhere's in his house in the beginning. You see it. And he goes, I wonder why I didn't throw that away. And then it becomes mm-hmm. a charm that you got only with the special edition um, or whatever, the deluxe edition. Right. And it hangs from your pistol. So every time I'm shooting guys, there's a little Mr. Everywhere just kind of hanging from my pistol in the peripheral vision. So it's kind of amusing. Pretty good. But uh, th- that game is just, I mean, I, like I said, I'm halfway through it and that game is just fantastic. And they did not sweat the details. And if you're a Resident Evil fan, but even if you, I think they realized the feedback, right? They, they got the feedback that like, a lot of people were like, I'm a Resident Evil fan, but seven was just too much. It was too intense. I don't want that again. And <laughs> I don't think they ever will go back to that again, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> you know, they went to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? People are cool with like Jason Voorhees, maybe even Freddy Krueger, right? A little mind fuck, right. a little right. big guy running around killing you and stuff. But they're not ready for like mess with your head, torture, porn, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people like the concept of Leatherface, but if you watch one of those classic Texas Chainsaw Massacres, it is just a torture video, and mm-hmm. people don't like it, especially the original. People watch the original and like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, and I think that very much was Seven and Seven's kind of rough to go through. Like I, I recently went through it again and I had fun with it, but it's still a little like rough with everything you go through and whatnot. And it's a little difficult at the beginning. Like it's a, it's a, it's a problem Capcom's had just over the decades where like their games just be, when they have upgrade paths, they, they managed to pull it off in eight, but maybe at the risk of being too easy. Um, but with their upgrade paths, like sometimes their games start too hard. And when you first have to deal with the mold and you have to deal with a lot of those down in that basement, that game just has a difficulty ramp that a lot of people struggled with. And you're already dealing with all that uncomfortableness with the Baker family. And then you got these molded and people were just like, uh, that's a stopping point for a lot of people I know. <laughs> um, and then the second one is the salt mines. I know a lot of people got frustrated with the salt mines because they do a lot of mean, like random enemies jump out of nowhere and kill you. And people were like, fuck this. (laughs) But yeah, no, eight delivered. And um, I'm so happy that like when I played like the first, you know, hour and a half of it or something and I was like, this isn't meshing with me. It was just because I was tired because then I went and did the castle and I was like, oh, no, fuck this. This is awesome. Um, And then it's continued on. I have continued to have fun. And to this moment, like, I just can't wait to jump back into it. I will definitely be playing it tonight. And I will be playing that game as the only game I'm playing until I I beat it. Like, I... Sweet. And I definitely will jump back into it a second time this year. Definitely on the higher difficulty. Um, But again, I want to put some time between it. It'll be fun, like, around Halloween or something is, like, a crazy thing. The other thing I will say, and in closing, because we're kind of getting to the point to wrap up, is you know what it really made me do, though? The whole time I'm playing it, I'm like, man, I can't fucking wait to play Resident Evil 4 again. Like, I think I'm really, like, ready to, like, <laughs> like this month jump into Resident Evil 4 and replay it. Like, I yeah. it really scratched that itch. Now, you have to like Resident Evil 4. And I know a lot of people like Resident Evil 4, but a, probably mm-hmm. a decent number of people don't want to go back to it or played it to death. But it's been... I think I played it when the PC HD 20, 1080p version came out in, like, 2016. Right. And before that, I I'd, I'd played it when it originally came out. So, you know, it's been five years. I think I'm ready to jump back into it and replay it. Um, yeah. I am not going to wait for the VR version, which looks like it'll be an Oculus exclusive for quite some time. Um, so if not in perpetuity, so that doesn't, I don't need to play it in VR. Um, but uh, I, I'm definitely eager to go back and play Resident Evil 4, very much so. Um, and this just reminded me of that. This game is not Resident Evil 4, but it just makes you, if you're nostalgic for that stuff, it will make you nostalgic for it. So... But with that, um, I that's about it. That's what I've been playing. So nice. It's what you wanted to play. Yes, it is. So hopefully next week I'll get a chance to uh, get back into and wrap up Moss. I want to wrap up Resident Evil Eight, and I want to wrap up um, Res- uh, Rayman Legends. Whether I beat it or get as far as I want to, and just walk away from it, and then. Um, and then my next big thing is uh, is is the Mass Effect trilogy. I want to play the whole trilogy again. I want to just that jump was, right into it. I watched a seven minute mm-hmm. gameplay today of mm-hmm. like the first game, and I yep. got I got tingly. Yep, I got tingly. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Allie already figured out that if you change your location in New Zealand, you can start playing it already. But I was like, I'm waiting for my steel book. My steel book's uh, on the way. Plus, I got Resident <laughs> Evil Eight to beat first, but. Um, 
But yeah, I'll definitely be doing that. And then the one last thing I want to pimp is, uh, you know, I have that new show, Retroactive. Go check it out. Again, you can find it on pretty much everything other than iTunes. I'm right now struggling to get logged into the iTunes to like submit the podcast. It just hangs and hangs and hangs on that website for me for some reason, but uh, I will eventually do it. And if anybody else out there wants to submit it for me, please feel free. But otherwise it's on everything else, Google, Stitcher, all the other ones. And if you want to find it, uh, there's also a link on the anchor.fm. But uh, we already did East 3 and coming out this Monday will be me and Jam getting back together to do the original Half-Life. So sweet. And I also talk about the uh, Sega Genesis um, and, and a couple other things. So definitely check that out. Um, and one thing I didn't do on that first episode that I will start doing is announcing the next one because I don't release an episode unless we've already recorded it. So I've already recorded episode three or rather I'm recording it this weekend. And so I'll already have that recorded when I release episode two. So like, that's how I'm doing it. There's no schedule for it. It just Mm -hmm. happens to be two weeks apart right now. I'm going to try to keep that cadence. I don't know if I will. Um, If it becomes work, I'm not going to keep it up like that. But the idea is to do game club stuff, um, relatively short games right now. But I was thinking about doing Final Fantasy 13 for one of them. And in order to do that, I'm going to need some time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it goes. If you want consistency, Stay here. But yes, if you like that stuff, definitely go check it out. Please tell people about it. Please let people know um, because I want to get the word out there and let people know I'm back in the retro game. So anyway. All right. Sounds good. Well, with that, I think we'll call it to a close. So thank you, Trees. And Mm -hmm. uh, until next week where we'll be bragging about our Mass Effect preciouses. Um, (laughs) Even though I don't (laughs) think either of us will have played it by that point. Right. (laughs) But uh, until next week, uh, peace out. Later. Thank you.